Welcome back. Scholars and Dollars with H&M. Hello. Hey, Miss M. We are excited to be back. Yes. Um, getting down to the nitty gritty now. Getting into... Second week of May. Yeah, trying to make sure we get these kids <laughs> on the move. Uh. Um, there's some big things happening. We've got scholarships that are finalizing. Yes. Through colleges. There's some mm -hmm. additional scholarships that people didn't know about. Mm -hmm. um, that universities have departmental money. Right. So we'll touch a little bit on that mm -hmm. and what that might look like. I know um, it's important. People want to meet people in person. Yes. And try to figure out how they're going to distribute their money. Mm -hmm. So don't shy away from that either, even though that might not be the big scholarship right. um, meetings you've had. Um, you don't want it to shy away. Like if you're getting an email or a phone calls, so like mm -hmm. we talked about in the last episode, mm -hmm. make sure your email is correct. Make sure you're getting your phone calls. Right. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Please. <laughs> don't block. Don't block the number like my child did. She doesn't answer unknown calls. <laughs> well, because... Somebody's been trying to give her $2,000. Yeah, she's blocked them for the last two months. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if you're expecting something, or even if you're not, mm -hmm. or if you get a number from a school you're going mm -hmm. to, so, you know, we get kids. I got a kid that's going to school in Orangeburg. She said that she didn't know why they were kept calling her. Mm. So had something that wasn't, submitted right on the housing wanted to con you know con they're being nice yeah to contact to get that paired up with the roommate that she yeah. wanted and those things and she wasn't answering mm -mm. Oh, okay. she said she didn't know what they could have wanted but if you mm -hmm. answered you might right. be able to find out right so <laughs> and especially you know you you know you're going through this year and this is for parents and students yeah um because i think sometimes they'll ask for both contact information mm -hmm. parent email phone number um and the student because i think i I mean, we still receive like little texts now. Mm -hmm. When May first hit, it really ramps up um, because they're still trying to get their numbers oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, right. if schools, you know, they know that the child is typically not doing it on their own, mm -hmm. so they'll send it to the parents. They'll send well. it to the parents. So keep that in mind too. So, and if you're not the one that's helping your child, mm -hmm. be okay with relinquishing that to mm -hmm. the aunt, the uncle, the grandma, mm -hmm. dad, whoever's helping um, to get that done. Right. You know, we have um, one of my students is doing a, was doing virtual mm -hmm. SE classes and uh, his mom's stuff is on there, but she works. And so I try to make sure we're getting the stuff moving along. So if that's if that's where you are, if you're a counselor that has to do a little bit extra with that and if you need to get the text to make sure the parent knows or however you need to figure that out, please, please do it. Mm -hmm. Our kids are really leaning on us mm -hmm. um, now, especially with more and more students going to college. We're getting back to where we're we were. We're getting back to it. Yeah. Um, COVID did take a drop, and then mm -hmm. schools are ramping it back up. They are. But with that, um, since we're in in the middle of May, mm -hmm. we need to look at those um, housing applications. So if you haven't done your housing, please do your housing. <laughs> yeah, please do your housing. The housing is um, it's serious at some of those bigger places. Yes. They... So please, please, please mm -hmm. do your housing. <laughs> and if you still haven't decided, <laughs> go ahead and decide. So that you can have a place to live, particularly mm -hmm. if you need a place to live. Correct. Now, some of you will be commuting, which, you know, I talked to some students like, I want to save money and live off campus. Mm -hmm. um, keep, you know, nothing's wrong with that. But if you've got a school that says they could, they'll offer you money, right? you know, as a part of something, if you're living on campus mm -hmm. or if you're not living on campus, there's been some universities, I know, out of state that have given students the opportunity to get a scholarship, take classes mm -hmm. from home. Right. Virtually. Mm -hmm and not live on campus to free up some of that housing. So mm -hmm. 
those of you who are going back as sophomores or juniors, you know, if your school offers you that opportunity and you can, you're not far from campus, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousins are in Orangeburg. I told them, I bet you <laughs> they wouldn't mind if you live at home in Orangeburg mm-hmm. because there's so many kids wanting to go live on campus at South Carolina State. So make sure that if you haven't done your housing, you're not waiting to get this perfect dorm because... And especially if you're coming from another state, going right. some, you, you don't want to be caught off guard, especially that's right rolling up. Because I know you've shared that story before, too. You've had Rolled when up. you work. <laughs> At Tennessee, she just showed up. She had a cowboy hat, some cowboy boots. And she, <laughs> I mean, it was the strangest thing I'd seen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, no dorm. <laughs> No acceptance letter either, but that's a whole other <laughs> kind of conversation. But it happens. Mm-hmm. So make sure parents, you're following up, you're getting paperwork, you know what's going on. Right. Um, sometimes it's your child's first time visiting mm-hmm. or orientation is a child's first time visiting mm-hmm. the campus. If that's the case, it might be not great for you to go with them. Right. Um, I swear, I one of my students, she she drives everywhere by herself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I asked her who was going with her. She's a first-generation student. Um Actually, I think she's the first person in her family to graduate from high school. Wow. And um, she was going to North Carolina Central, but she didn't have it. She was going to do band, mm-hmm. but she hasn't played the trumpet mm-hmm. since eighth grade. Okay. Now, so when she told me she was going <laughs> to band aid, and this is what counselors are for, y'all. So I'm not making this up. Right. I told her that I would be sharing this story with y'all mm-hmm. because it's <laughs> just something I would not, I would have not thought right. that that would have been, you know, so. Anyway, she wanted to go to North Carolina Central. She didn't want to go to school in state. You know, we're in South Carolina. And um, she has been all over to, she's going to South Carolina State days. Mm-hmm. She's been up to um, Fayetteville. And she said she was mad at them because mm-hmm. they didn't respond to her stuff fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was going to North Carolina Central. She had a chance to visit them since she missed the freshman day. She was going to go to Band Day. Mm-hmm. And so she registered for Band Day. And she said the band director sent music out to everybody. And... And she hasn't played since eighth grade. <laughs> well, she said she used to play the trumpet. Okay. So when she came to me, by the time she gets to me, mm-hmm. now she's told other people at school the story, but no one right. is asking the questions. Because mm-hmm. I want to know, because I am I just know the kind of person she is. Right. Like, oh, you on the band? She was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> well, I was in middle school. And she was like, well, he said that you don't have to be perfect when you get there. Um, I said, but he sent music, so I think they expect you to play it. Right. I said, so where's your instrument? Oh, I don't have an instrument. She said, but you don't think they'll have those? I said, it's something you don't have to go to. I would rather you bring your instrument. Mm -hmm. And she said, "Mm, well, what do you think I should do? She said, I'm already planning. I already put gas in the car. I already plan to go, you know, Friday after school. I said, well, who's going with you? She said, she had her friend riding with her. Mm -hmm. You know, they rolling. They ready to go up to Durham and live it up for the weekend. And she said, well, I was just going to watch. So I can just watch. I said, you could, mm-hmm. but then that would defeat the purpose of why you actually went right. because it's for kids who are trying out for band. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, getting a call from the band room and she's going over and asked to borrow a trumpet for the weekend. <laughs> so those, so she went over and asked to borrow a trumpet. And then of course the, the band secretary was wanting to know if, if I sent her, mm-hmm. I didn't. Right. I thought that she would have taken from our conversation that she right. just didn't need to go. Didn't need to go, right. But she took from it that she needed a trumpet. So <laughs> I think she's going to go to South Carolina State now. Okay. <laughs> but You can't even make this No, <laughs> I mean, because you never know what we're going to get. Yeah. 
Um, but that's just, I shared that because there was no other advising, you know, from home right. or anything like that. Right. Just, just, you know, to allow her to get on the road, get on the road. She's go. gone. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been to visit all these different schools. She didn't like certain schools. She did a come black college app, which I think is something that was great for her as a student. Cause mm-hmm. she got to do a lot. She went in her portal. She did all of that. So she's gotten mm-hmm. all her acceptance letters. She's turned them all in. She's going to make some people very upset when they get there. You know, when they see all the acceptances, because she went through and did every single portal, mm-hmm. you know, and looked at all the different schools and found out all about the different days. Mm-hmm. Very thorough student. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite at a 3.0, mm-hmm. but still qualified for some type of scholarships Scholarship. and stuff right. because she's just thorough, mm-hmm. you know, and she's going to, you know, so she's going through doing the things that she needs to do now. Going to band day without an instrument, yeah, not that, no. but having a two nine, yeah, writing about her story, getting help. I mean, a child that we see literally every other day mm-hmm. in the counseling office, okay. Okay. asking questions. It just so happened that we got into, mark. yeah, we, <laughs> I just didn't know. <laughs> but I share that to say, and you know, we get a lot of comments about how people mm-hmm. don't like. Oh well, you know. Um, we're not qualifying for this, or we don't have a super high GPA. She's right. actually getting scholarships. Right, right. Because she went and got her essay reviewed. Um, she sends them out on time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she'll thrive. Yeah. I look forward to seeing how she does at a, a smaller university mm-hmm. um, like South Carolina State, just because she's not afraid to go ask for help. She knocked on the door. Right. She asking questions. Mm-hmm. And she was so proud to go to Band Day. I'm just glad we got that <laughs> out of the way. Um so, and then next year, if she decides to start playing an instrument, she has some time to well, do that. That's true too. So, yeah. um, and it's and like you said before, it's not. We see that with the parents. You know, they think, you know, your higher GPA, your class rank, ACT score, but that's not always the case. And you know, I talked to you, I think earlier about one of my Hispanic students that <laughs> won, you know, three of the um, local sorority scholarships, yep. two of them, and. uh she be, she's not in our top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, she does very well, and she's going to go to full, for a full ride at USC because of some other resources, but she's the one that submitted. She followed all the directions. Yeah. So um, parents, you know, we keep saying check behind your kids. Yes. Um, you know, some of those kids who thought they were going to win those particular scholarships, they were missing something. I think one of them was the acceptance letter. Yeah. You know, they didn't put it in there. They put it on their application that they're going or were accepted to um, A&T, but they didn't send in the proof. Right. And they were looking for that. And so if you don't have a completed application. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things when parents say they're not hearing back <clears throat> or they're not, their child is not getting a scholarship. One of the things I'm thinking of, what does their essay look like? Right. Or did you send in a completed application? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's little things like the acceptance letter. Right. You can know you're going there, and your yes. GPA could be, you be number one or two in the class. Mm-hmm. But if, if they have a checklist and they got a little committee, um, I know our local sororities, you know, and fraternities, they have a little committee. They're looking mm-hmm. for the all everything checked out. They have to find things, a way to even weed if you it's, out. even if it's little things. Right, right. You know, there's some that are looking for a test score still. That's yes. still on the application. Yes. Um, it doesn't say optional. It just says submit a test score. Correct. It's not saying that that's going to be your make or break point for the scholarship, but it's saying bring, you know, Mm -hmm. submit a scholarship, um, a test score for the ACT or SAT. They haven't removed it yet. So Mm -hmm. that's still, you know, and so I had students who took it upon themselves to not send it because they said, well, I've not sent it anyplace else. Mm -hmm. And so I know for the Delta scholarship, we had 
probably 10 mm -hmm. students to submit. Mm -hmm. And I think only three actually completed the application. Wow. Um, we have a scholarship that was like the National Council for Negro mm -hmm. Women, mm -hmm. um, Johnson County chapter, and Postmark got them. Oh. Postmark was like March 31st yeah. or something like that. And, yeah. um, and you know what else gets them? Do in the office mm -hmm. on May 15th, not take it to the post office. Right, not take it to the post office <laughs> May 15th, do in the office. That yes. means it needs to be at the place yeah. wherever it is. So, right. um, you know, I've talked to some local scholarship people about just, you know, about that postmark rule and how mm -hmm. we're going to end up with that. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're a counselor and you have that, you know, sometimes people will come pick it up, mm -hmm. especially the local ones. Right. Um, we have like our women's league that does a scholarship and they wanted it by, well, they wanted it by Monday. Mm -hmm. But when we called them about the postmark, because really on Friday, you don't know if it's going to get mm -hmm. out or anything like that. You want to make sure that you right. have the scholarship um, done and you want to make sure that they have a opportunity to get them on time and it doesn't penalize the kid. Because mm -hmm. like I said, we get them all in, in our office. You try to get them in bulk. And we try to send them out together so that way we, we're getting them in and we're looking. So if my secretary doesn't have time to go through and make sure we have all the pieces, then we literally don't have all the pieces in right. there sometimes. So we call on students back to add different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, think about their, how you respond, I guess, in the community on social media too. Mm -hmm. Because I did have a – we do have people who say, well, I saw on social media they mm -hmm. were going to wherever. Right. And then they don't need the scholarship because they're going right. to be doing this. And right. it's that right. shouldn't be it. Right. But with the local scholarships, you do have they the local. Do. I mean, they just know everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, so Jordan's narrowed it down. Yeah, we're USC. Yeah. <clears throat> and we then are. we paid all deposits. Mm -hmm. Um, what's coming up next? I think the twenty fourth, um, um op not open house, um, orientation. Yeah. Um, and so if you know, for not just USC but there are a lot of schools that are doing mm -hmm. like summer orientation or that's when you get to, I guess, pick your classes mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. So, again, going back to parents who listen to us across the country, please make sure your children are checking their emails yeah. for that because that's important, too. You want those early you want orientation early, times. Yeah. So you can select your classes. Um, and I think what we called um, it, um, housing um, because the final I think the housing access to, you know, give you your roommates and stuff um, is opening it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So keep in mind for housing. Housing is important. <laughs> yes. So, so schools that over-admitted, yes. USC is a good example. They are. Uh, most of your state schools across the country did over-admit um, the same way. So it's the same formula. Mm -hmm. It's not just the state not of South just, Carolina. Correct. They are over-admitting to make up for that COVID mm -hmm. drop. Mm -hmm. um, but their housing a lot of times hasn't changed. So. No. You still got the same number of dorms. Mm -hmm. um, it may look like them trying to push students to apartments mm -hmm. um, for so juniors and seniors. But you're seeing, because of the cost of housing, you're seeing more students who want to be on campus. And, and you so, want to be able to have some options for housing. You don't want housing to have to choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I talked to one of the students that was well was supposed to go to A&T, but we talked her out of it. Now she's going to OC Tech. Um because it's, it's 48000 a year. And they, mm -hmm. she didn't get any scholarships. And it's just cheap. You know, she's a life scholarship recipient. Yeah, and then your tech school will be free, right, basically. Yeah, Right. And so she hadn't even set up her A&T, her mm -hmm. Aggie account yet. So she didn't pay enrollment. She didn't do housing. It, it was just a lot. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, A&T over at Minute 2. 
<laughs> so, I mean, and when I say over admitted, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but they are getting um, more applications. Right, right. And so when I say over admitted, I mean, mm-hmm. um, just from my background in college admissions, I'm talking, I'm referring to more based on what you would normally have taken mm-hmm. to fill the housing that you actually have right. designated for freshmen is what I mean when I'm saying you're over admitting. So if you, USC admitted, I think a thousand more students mm-hmm. than they usually do. And so the dorm situation hasn't changed. So that's an over admit. So they're looking at students who would be from the Midlands, mm-hmm. Columbia area to potentially be living at home, people to be living in apartments with their siblings those things to make up opportunities for students to get their housing. So, and a lot of out of state students, Mm -hmm. they got a lot more out of state students. Um, So it's Clemson. Yes. So it's called Charleston. Um, So it's coastal Carolina. So Mm -hmm. we're getting a lot of students down to the South. Um, South Carolina has mild weather. Mm -hmm. I think that has a lot to do with it and beaches and sun. And then of course, sports brings people Mm -hmm. down so just keep that in mind if you're a ninth, 10th, and 11th grader trying to make your applications competitive, mm-hmm. that you want to make sure your applications are competitive. Um, and those schools have honors colleges. Mm-hmm. Don't shy away from the honors opportunity just because either. Right. Because there could be some more funding with that. Mm-hmm. I can't get my kids to go <laughs> into Calhoun at the Clemson for anything. So a lot of times they just want to be yeah. there. Right. So, so I'm trying. Yeah. Um, to get them into the honors because there's some there's some money. Mm-hmm. There is money tied to it. So. Yeah, there's some money in there. So um, interview prep yeah. for those of us who have to go on campus. Yeah. Any advice to those students? Yeah, um, I w- was sharing, you know, Jaren and I talk all the time. So I was telling her um, there's, you know, some scholarships that are doing some second and third rounds, mm-hmm. you know, some foundations. Um, and so we've talked about the foundations before in your particular state, um, they are the hub for right. a lot of um, families and, and corporations um, that are searching. Well, mm-hmm. they don't want to do the search. They leave the foundation to do the search. And sometimes after they've found some candidates, right, they want to meet them. And mm-hmm. you were talking about that earlier. But um, uh, Jordan is a finalist for uh, the Harmon Scholarship. So I meet, so they want to meet her, mm-hmm. and so I immediately thought, oh, we got to do a mock scholarship interview, and that's one of the things that that if you've attended one of our boot camps or if you're interested, especially during the summertime to attend our boot camps, we take them through right um, the students, our participants through what a scholarship interview will right. look like or what you need to do to prepare for them, and so that's what we're doing tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, so some of the things that I, I share with a parent the other day is you treat it like a regular, if you're going for a job interview mm-hmm. or something. First of all, dress correctly, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, no pajama pants, no sweats. Mm-hmm. Um, I told Jordan she was going to wear two-piece, her suit. Um, and then you want to take certain things in. Like I, I suggested her a copy of her transcript, um, her success resume. And um, then we're going to go through right. and do some mock, you know, some questions. And you don't want to send your parents, you just don't want to send your kids in blind without practicing or, or yeah, some questions. Conversa- yeah. And then um, have some follow-up questions. Right. Um, is what, you know, when you plan to make a decision, is it a renewable or non-renewable scholarship? But you want to show them that you're really interested. interested. And even yeah. if it's a question that you already know the answer to. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. So, like, you know, is it renewable? <laughs> because they're going to say, you know, do you have any questions for us? Right. 
And then you're just like, oh, no, no yep. questions. Right. I Is it just like a job interview you want right. to have a follow-up? When will yeah. you be making a decision? Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. How many more, you know, how long is the process, you know? Correct. Those are fair questions to mm -hmm. ask, and they're not disrespectful. Yeah. Um, and I encourage that because um, we uh, were talking to an industry the other day, um, Volvo, and they were telling us how um, some kids from Charleston showed up to their interview in Mickey Mouse mm. pants. And But, you know, I'm thinking, well, what do you expect? They let them in high school. You know, they, they get yeah. to walk around in school like that. So they probably think it's okay. Um, but... Um, you know, I'm just here to, you know, sometimes students may feel like I shouldn't have to do all of this right? to get this scholarship, but you do. Yeah, you have, it's yeah. money and it's a long-term investment mm -hmm. and the time that you sacrifice now mm -hmm. toward that, right? you know, will save you, you know, Correct. could be thousands, hundred thousand yeah. dollars, you know, in the future. Yeah. And it's a good start. Yeah. Uh, I also <clears throat> would suggest to wear something that's comfortable for you. So. Correct. Um, Jordan's worn a two-piece suit before. Yeah. You know, I always told my young ladies the tugging and the pulling and the, <laughs> you know, once you have to do all that. Right. Um, you know, it's, it shows right. that you're uncomfortable in right. general. Right. You know, so if you could just. Yeah. Um, we had some scholarship interviews on campus oh, okay. for some scholarships, some local scholarships, and they come on and they sit, they sit kind of in a conference room and mm -hmm. we call the kids out of class. Mm -hmm. We did the same thing for Girls and Boys State, but. You know, we have two scholarships that are like um, renewable thousand mm. dollar or two thousand dollar scholarships, and they want to meet with the kids. Okay, and so we tell them to wear business casual, and mm -hmm. of course, that looks different <laughs> for everybody. So we've got khakis coming in. We've got khaki shorts, mm -hmm. which can look nice. Mm -hmm. um, we had slacks and a Letterman jacket come in, mm -hmm. and he asked that he needed to take off his Letterman jacket, mm -hmm. and I said, not necessarily if you would make reference to. You know, how that Letterman jacket mm -hmm. is a part of who you, you are. are. Yeah. You know, so if you've been playing sports all four years right. here at school and you pry that jacket, I mean, you wore it in here and you're going to switch to a blazer. But if that was going to make you comfortable, right. doing the, you know, consider that. Um, particularly when it comes to, like, those local scholarships, and inevitably, that's a conversation starter for some other people. Right. In other cases, I would not recommend doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I mean, outside yeah. of a senior pin, they I don't agree. need to know, mm -hmm. you know, like a lapel pin. Mm -hmm. I mean, there'd be no reason for them to know who you are, what sports you play. Right. But you can get in those conversations mm -hmm. um, with people who are doing the interviewing. So those are that's a good. Those are good tips. Yeah, yeah. I just I just always suggest to prep first. Right. Um, we've had some full ride um, students that had to go through scholarship interviews, and um, you know just. You know, certain things like, you know, what are your strengths and your weaknesses? Right. Now, don't ever say you don't have a weakness. We all have weaknesses. Right. Um, that's one I always tell them, you know, you may have to put some extra thought into it, but don't ever tell anyone. That no, I don't have any weaknesses. That's like you're perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite answer, but I don't, don't answer that way. Um, I try to get creative with the answer that my weakness turns back into a strength mm -hmm. of some sort. Um, so if you, if you feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. You want to get better with time management mm -hmm. um, because you do this and this, and but this right. is how I'm working toward yeah. getting better. I have a planner now. I also use my phone. I use a notes app. I have reminders setting mm -hmm. off. You know, I do, you know, I have a calendar over in my, in my room. I have a binder where I keep up with things, you know, so those are showing that you're working toward those weaknesses right. um, to make them strengths. But it could be, you know, I'm too kind, you know, I'm, 
You know, just I always laugh because, you know, I'm interviewing students and I'm talking to them and they're like, you know, they're so funny. And it's like, you don't look very funny. Right. You're not even smiling. Right. So just think about those things. You know, um, a lot of times they ask questions like, you know, what's your favorite animal? They ask Mm -hmm. an icebreaker type question. You know, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mm -hmm. Be prepared for those kind of things. Um, And um, and sometimes you. So this particular interview is at a bakery. Yeah. So sometimes I even think the setting to mm-hmm. just kind of make them feel more relaxed. I like that. And uh, they'll ask you sometimes, you know, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Right. So you got to be prepared and for then that. That is <laughs> the opportunity, the to, opportunity sell, to sell, to sell it. yourself. Yeah. You can win it in the yeah. tell me about yourself. You sure can. <laughs> um, question because you get to choose exactly yes. what you want them to know. Yep. They already know what's on your resume. They already know what's on your transcript. Yep. So you don't have to reinforce that you're an IB student or dual enrollment student mm-hmm. unless that earning that associate's degree is going to mm-hmm. push you into whatever they want mm-hmm. to know, right? Like you want them to know. Mm-hmm. So you want them to leave, mem- like basically your answers and your tell me about yourself section. You want the people who are interviewing you to leave being able to be like, that's what I, you know, taking that information right. that you shared. And I always say scholarship, you kind of think about it like this, scholarship, organizations want to select people they can brag about. Right. You know, and that's the mindset you have to mm-hmm. go in, you know, or tell your child, you know, to go in with. Like, you know, they're looking for someone they can showcase. Like, hey, I helped this kid. That's because right. Because they've been doing this in the community. They've done this for their school. They want people they can brag That's about. what they want. And yeah. so they want to be able to do a spotlight on you yep. or talk about when you graduate from mm-hmm. college or use you to promote Yep. My cousin got the Burns scholarship. I talked mm-hmm. to him. Talk about him a little bit, and um, he's going into his third year at Temple. Mm-hmm. And because, like we know, people aren't applying for scholarships, mm-hmm. and Burns is one specifically for South Carolinians who've lost a parent. Right. Um, there's no specific rule about when that loss had to happen. Didn't have to happen in high school. Correct. Um, I don't even think it says it had to happen while the child was born. No, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things. That you know you can do with that, and mm-hmm. they were looking for applicants still, still, you know, and so that's an endowment that is pretty solid, and it's a renewable scholarship. It is. So, because people aren't applying, they got more money to give, mm-hmm. and so they had like a burn scholar weekend, and he came down, and I think they offered him some more money to mm-hmm. add to the money that they had already offered, just because people aren't applying. Right. Um. So take advantage of those. Mm-hmm. It's helping him. He's out of state. Mm-hmm. Um. But take advantage of those. Yeah. And when we're talking about renewable, your lottery scholarships in your states are renewable if you maintain uh, 3.0. Correct. So that looks different. And it automatically is something that we're automatically seeing. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, they got a five, mm-hmm. they got a 5.0. Why would not they not have a 3.0? Right. It happens. We're getting those. We got those uh, college freshman grades back from first semester. We do. And some of our I life scholars to do a post, and I said, "No, I'm gonna. That's gonna really send them through." Well, you know, <laughs> we well, I just wanted you to know that we receive first semester grades. We get first semester grades, and so, <laughs> you know, you're not hiding from us, right? But we see, you know, really looking at the data over the past couple of years of how our life students are doing. Right. Um, the percentage is about correct. Mm-hmm. We get about sixty some percent that maintain their life scholarship to the next year. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's not a lot. As many, you know, you think you would, oh, well, you got kids that have mm-hmm. above a 3.0. A lot of those kids have 4.0 and higher. They're going to get, um, but it's and different. And you have so many college credits. And they have to have 30. Well. Right. So you can't be dropping the classes. Correct. 
Got to have 30 credit hours in order to do that, in order to maintain that. So right. you go in with hope. Mm-hmm. And if you get, you know, come in with hope, scholarship, and then you have to maintain the 30 hours. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have that GPA. Right. And then you can move over to life. Then so you get the life scholarship. Mm-hmm. And the life scholarship associated is associated with many things. So it's associated with the Meeting Street. Mm-hmm. For those of us in the PD area, the low country, some of the low country areas, Charleston. And then um, Barnwell. Barnwell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Wilson Elko. Mm-hmm. Barnwell High. Maybe Blackville. Yeah. Uh, I think those are the three mm-hmm. that are in that area. Mm-hmm. So um, you can, you know, use that even in your sophomore year. And you can get, the, you can pick up the meeting street at any time in your college career. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. That's $10,000 that you may not have. But associated with the life scholarship, so we want to get you the life scholarship. So if you're looking at how to boost your GPA, we get that question: How can I boost my GPA? How can I boost my GPA? Yeah, um, it's very hard to boost your GPA right in junior and senior mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So um, seventh, eighth, mm-hmm. ninth, and tenth graders and parents, if you're yeah. listening, this is when you take the more rigorous classes. Correct. This is when you're taking the honors classes. Mm-hmm. This is when you're not torturing yourself in honors class if you can't. Mm-hmm. get a C or better um, or you can't get a B or better actually right. so and I have a ninth grader now and so that's what I've been telling her this this is setting your foundation yeah so you know we're finishing out strong because ninth and tenth grade this is where yeah so it's it's tough yeah when we, we get that we get asked that question you know mm-hmm. what classes can I take mm-hmm. a lot of times it's juniors asking what they can take in the senior year mm-hmm. when we're doing IGPs mm-hmm. I'm like, pretty much nothing. I mean, you could take dual enrollment and still only get moved up mm-hmm. oh, a couple yeah, tenths of a point. Yeah, and they want to know how can I get from a 2.5 to a 3.5. and No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, we, we can do our best, but it's yeah. just it's just like inching along. So yeah. keep that in mind, um, you know, that you want to have A's and B's. Colleges like A's and B's, mm-hmm. regardless of the weight of the mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. So... You know, if you got CP classes and you're better, you're not as you don't feel like you're honors or AP mm-hmm. English student, but you're getting A's in those English classes at mm-hmm. the CP level, then make sure you're getting you know A's. Right. You know, let's not drop the ball here and there because I mean your GPA may not be as high. Right. But it will still look mm-hmm. impressive without you know instead of you taking AP English mm-hmm. and getting a C or D in it. And we did that. We staggered her levels. Right. Um, there were some subjects that. She's or um, wasn't as strong in, but then she loved, you know, like English and psychology, you know, yeah. dual enrollment, um, honors with, um, you know, some of the other classes. But we knew CP, you know, for a couple of classes, like, oh, we better, you know, well, take that. Yeah. But then she made an A right. in the class. So, and so keep in mind, everybody in the state of South Carolina is going to have CP, mm-hmm. PE class. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind when you are looking at trying to put your classes together. Mm-hmm. No one's going to have, so no one you're going to compete with in the state of South Carolina is going to have a honors PE. That's not an option. Right. right. <laughs> uh, so I do get people like, can I take it online? I'm like, that doesn't make it honors. Yeah. No, <laughs> not at all. So keep that in mind when you're doing like the PE and then the health mm-hmm. component, however that looks mm-hmm. for you, um, that ROTC one. Yeah. You know, and, and we have honors uh, ROTC in the upper levels and even band. Like right. Jordan, they get, Honors band. Yeah. Yeah, if you stay in the stay program. In a, yeah, mm-hmm. so keep that in mind when yeah. you're looking at how to boost. Yeah. You know, I have students who are in the marching band, mm-hmm. and then they have D in band class, and they told me it was the scales. <laughs> I said, look, <laughs> 
it's the scales, coach. Mm-hmm. I said, look, we got to do something different. I right. thought you didn't like band. No, right. I love band. Mm-hmm. It's just the scales. Yeah, but you out there sweating every mm-hmm. day. No. <laughs> so we want to make sure that you are, you know, just well-versed in all these little things right. um, when we're sharing. Um, so to finish up May, you know, it's time for awards programs. Awards. Programs are going on, um, athletic program um, awards. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, you can still add these things on your success resume. Yes. Um, because even when, and that's something else I want parents, even when the school doors close, that does not stop scholarships. Right. We always say scholarships are available 365 days a year. Oh, absolutely. And so summer, I know, there's, I know yeah. off the top there's yeah. a couple that are June 15th Correct. and June 30th. Right. So. Right. Those are still coming. Yeah. That bill's not going to change yeah. until you work to change it. So please, please, please don't get caught up in the awards day confusion, awards night, senior night. That's true. Um, it's probably my <laughs> least favorite part. <laughs> it's like my favorite part and my least favorite part of being a school counselor because I feel like I'm sitting there. We plan these great awards mm-hmm. nights for our seniors and you got the same kids getting mm-hmm. called and it's every year. Yeah. I'd like to change it. Yeah. It's every year. Yeah. There's one or two or three that have just outshined the group. Correct. Because they have done the little things. Mm-hmm. And so then you got parents that get their mouths all balled up. Yeah. But knees. we've added in our, you know what we did? We added in our seals of distinction. Mm. And we're going to give, oh, because that's another extra group. Yeah, of, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice so acknowledgement. certificate and stuff for them. Well, see, that would be a good <laughs> idea. So those of you who got seals of distinction... And at my school, we are trying to figure out how to best recognize those students because yeah. you don't don't they don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's a great idea. Yeah. We have different ways mm-hmm. to acknowledge the students. Mm-hmm. But if you are um, you know, waiting for something, mm-hmm. you know, continue applying because right. there it's not over. But I know people want to be recognized. And right. so, you know, that those moments when they see and then we we put up our um seniors who've um earned the most scholarships. Right. And it's always fun to see mm-hmm. the parents who are confused as how so and so got so many scholarships and how so and so did this and my yes, child did this. In my intro, I put like it's been in Google Classroom. Yes. We had a scholarship workshop. <laughs> we had a senior night. We have our open door policy. Yeah. You know, to come in, we do announcements. Mm-hmm. It's out there. And <laughs> and that's and that's the hardest part. So it's like when we came up with the idea for the show, mm-hmm. it was like, well, What's one more way we can get information out there? Because we have the information. We do. We want to share the information. Right. But it is tough when we're trying to figure out, okay, I mean, how come it's filtering to certain students Mm -hmm. and not other students? Mm -hmm. And it's not just students that, you know, are high income and have a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. It's just whatever student taps in. I I couldn't describe a student every year. To me, it seems like it's a little bit different. It's just a Mm buy-in. It might be a boy one year, might be a girl. Um, might be someone of a different ethnicity, might be someone who just lurks through the office every day and asking right. questions. And, um, but it's whoever bought into whatever their parents said about the money. Right. That's at the end of the day, that's yeah. what it gets down yeah. to. So don't be one of those parents at awards night. Keep applying, smile, congratulate yeah. the other kids. If you were juniors, I always tell, you know, my junior parents, sophomore parents, look at the awards that are offered. I agree. You can Take see notes. what see what cords yep. are offered mm-hmm. um, because everyone's trying to figure out um, how to get a cord. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we got blood cords, and so yep. we had a blood drive the other the other day, and everybody in there giving blood, trying to give blood the third time. They hadn't given blood all their high school career, but if right. you give blood three times, three times, 
the Red Cross, you get the blood cord. That's true. And, well, you know, it's red. Yeah. But, and I just giggle because they in there. Trying to get that Trying cord. to get that cord. And they just want one. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I can't be out there with no cord. I said, well, you know, but could have given blood all this time. One time a year. But you right. this year you did it three times. Three times. <laughs> so we can get it for a cord. So we know that a lot of times you don't know how to get certain mm-hmm. things. So we want to put that information out there. So look at the program. Even if you didn't don't get there, look at, you know, look online. Mm-hmm. Look um if you have a fa- they have a Facebook page, you see what awards mm-hmm. have been awarded. Mm-hmm. Make a note, take screenshot note. it, right. see what your child can qualify for next year and, yep. and take advantage of that. Yep. Um but as we go into the summer, uh before we go out of here, I want to Give me to talk a little bit about some of the summer programs. Yeah, and so again, you know, Jaren and I always talking, and I sent her a screenshot like um, South Carolina Business Week extended yes. their deadline. So to me, I'm thinking they don't have enough applicants. Yep. Um, they, I've, I've never known them. I think to extend their deadline, but uh, and they were all already sending out acceptance letters because two of my students were already um, admitted to the program for the summer. Um, but look at those summer programs, Clemson Careers. Some people were hurt yeah. on Facebook. They got denied, you know, for the program. And uh, I think one parent wanted to know how she could appeal it. I don't know. But, I mean, it never hurts right. to ask um, or call the office because they may have cancellations. Um, the Clementa Pinckney uh, application just closed. Mm-hmm. Um, they had two summer, two rounds um, for their summer program. And summer seniors, I I think that just closed. That it just closed? closed, and then May first or something. Uh, Charleston is um, open junior now. Pro- junior project and senior project, right, are open. Um, so they're and not just in our state and in the ones that I'm mentioning. You, you know, you can apply if you live in um, other states. I think except for Clemson, except for the Clemente Pinckney, but you can apply um, for those. But look in your state. You know, one lady from California. She's always telling me. I wish we had this program in our state. Yeah. Probably do. Yeah, some vari- variation <laughs> some of it. Some variation of it. Yep. But have you done your research? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So keep in mind the summer camps, summer programs. I mean, it's frustrating to me Yeah. because these are the programs that get you kind of set up, get your child mm-hmm. set up for the next step. So even if you don't want to go to College of Charleston, mm-hmm. um, do, do junior project. If you're a sophomore, mm-hmm. do junior project because – that's mm-hmm. giving them an opportunity to be off campus, be yep. away from you, get on college, get on a college campus, yep. follow some rules, get up on time, do those things. You can add it to your resume. And add it to your resume. You can, you can um, definitely add it to your resume. Um, Girl State and Boy State yes. um, was available. Uh, we had to beg yeah. some boys. Yeah, um, just to do Girl State, just to do Boy State. state. Mm-hmm. And so do those things. Make sure that you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have a... Um, a list that you're making, mm-hmm. take advantage of it. Because we want yeah. our kids, I mean, you want them to stay overnight. If you got day camps, yeah. you can go to ninth, 10th, and 11th graders. That's a great opportunity, too, for you to do that. So definitely look and see. And plan ahead. I keep yeah. telling, you know, you don't have to wait until you listen to this podcast or if you see us post. Right. Um, you may have an 8th or a ninth grader, but add this to your list. Yeah, so you can and budget and budget now. And budget now. You know, there, there's a lot of things you get in the mail, talking right. about $3,000, $4,000 mm-hmm. for two weeks. That's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Those are those things, you know, right. it's nice, but you don't have to do that. Correct. So um, take advantage of the resources we have. Yes. And we'll continue posting. Yeah. We yeah. Will. Well, thank you so much for listening <laughs> to this episode of Scholars and Dollars with H&M. 
Um, Ms. M, tell them where they can find you. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, Pace Scholarship Academy. Look for the yellow logo. All right. And you can find Ms. H on Future Plans underscore on Instagram and lurking through the Pace Scholarship <laughs> Academy <laughs> comments. Take care. Bye-bye.